How's your hair? I feel like it's poofing. It's I not poofing. It. <laughs> so it's like, you know when your hair starts to get to a length and you, and you wash it and it dries and it's like, yeah. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Rough and stuff with your afro puff. Yeah, right. Hmm. Well, mine's, it's, it's too short, or it's not short enough to afro, but it's long enough to start to look like a phallic, uh, like a phallus. Yeah, 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 the head. Yeah. Just the, just the just tip. Just the tip, yeah. yeah. So so if I don't have a hat or a bandana or, or something, kind of look like a penis. You always look like a penis to me. That's good to know. At least I'm consistent. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon is my Welcome. Hey. <laughs> you got an intro. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. My last time, so I actually just, oh, so wait. Right. Before we start that. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome doing? to. Bacon is my podcast. He is James from Craving Strange. Indeed. And he is Mike from Something Heavy. And together. Powers combined. Wonder Twins. Bacon is my passion. That's right. So far, uh, every word you say, everybody seems to enjoy yeah, it. It's been, uh, it's done well. We're, we're, I like, I think I'm comfortable saying we're two for two. Yeah. As far as people liking it. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's well, my, that's my barometer of success. Well, no, nobody's gonna tell us. Oh, well, that sucked. I have a number of people that'll tell me. That. Oh yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. I mean, usually it's you, but yes, yeah. Right, well, I'm not gonna but, tell you that. Right. Not on this one. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm proud of it. Me too. I'm proud of it. Me too. And we're working on the next one, so that's Absolutely. Uh, that's gonna be cool. But um but yeah, back to the back to the hair thing. Right. So I just changed my barber maybe maybe a month ago. Okay. Uh because the barber that I've been using, who's up the block from here, uh after COVID, so d- during COVID, I decided that I was gonna try and cut my own hair. Right. And I used a buzzer and it looked okay-ish. But what I wanted to do was grow out the top Uh and just shave the sides. Right. And uh, I went to my barber and uh, my son got a haircut first. And then I said, all right, I want to shave the sides and leave the top long. And he goes, it's not balance. It's not balance, no. And I said, come on. Right. I'm paying you to give me right. what I want. Give me what I want. I don't want balance. Right. I just want. He said, okay. And he just fucking did what he wanted to do anyway. <laughs> so I said, you know what? Maybe he was just fixing what I messed up right. on my own. Right. And then I went back there and I told him exactly what I want. And he said the same exact thing. And then he said, okay. And then he did the same thing again. <laughs> so... I grew up with um, a hairstylist for a mom. Yeah, that's got to help. Right? Help no, cause. no, that doesn't oh. help. <laughs> that, does, <laughs> that does not help. Uh, you would think. You would think it would. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it. But yeah, so I, I grew up with a hairstylist for a mom. She's very good. Yeah. Um, she always, uh, like, like, there's stories from when I was, like, a baby of her, like, making money to pay for our apartment that we were in by, like, 
working and then going to like colleges and doing like sororities and going through and cutting everybody's hair and like bringing me along and going to frat houses and cutting all their hair. So she's <laughs> she's been doing it forever. Uh, she actually owned her own salon in uh, in Indiana for for a number of years, and so. Uh, when I first decided that, like, hey, I want to grow long hair um, because I like rock and roll stuff, and that's what rock and roll stuff looks like, so yeah. I want to have long hair. I was in probably junior high, and I was like, Mom, I want long hair. And she was like, sure thing, right? And then I'd sit down, and I'd come out, and I had my gel for my spikes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I could get the spikes. I uh, had a pretty sweet mullet there in uh, in grade school. Sweet. But uh, but when I went into high school, it was like I kept trying to grow it, kept trying to grow it. And at some point, she would, you know, I, I eventually, like, grew my hair out and stuff. She didn't, like, stop me forever. But every single time I sat down, I was like, okay, only cut off, like, this little bit. And she's, that's, I've got to make it even. I've got to blend it. Blending. For all you out there. When a when Blending a barber says it, they're makes going it balance, they're going to blend it. That means you're about to get a lot of your hair cut off. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, to that's know. what blending is. But uh, I so so I had a lot of like really well done haircuts. Oh, Ooh. is that me? Is that you? No, nope, that's me? me. No, that's you. That is me. Sorry about that. That's all right. Keep going. We're live. Not really. We don't edit. Live to you. Right. <laughs> so uh, so I, I had like the same thing. I wanted to shave the sides and, and grow the top out. And I had I had grown somewhat long hair. I just like had avoided haircuts for, for like months and months and months. And I remember I went in and I refused to let her cut my hair. And I was <laughs> like, I, uh, she worked for a, a salon and I, I said the owner could do it because uh, he was like, he was a dude, and he liked rock music and everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he'll listen to me. And so I went to him, and I, I had grown it out from, like, a short haircut. So, like, uh, there were, like, levels to it. You know, like, my bangs were, like, around chin level. And then I had, like, a little bit of hair around collarbone level. And then I had a little bit of hair that was, like, down past shoulder level because I had been kind of growing it from there. And I was like, okay, so my, my goal is to just get it all the same length. I don't want the layers. And uh, and before I could say, like, I'm not doing that now, it was like, snip everything around the jawline. So then you had a bob. So I had a bob. I had a, I had a bob. I looked like He-Man without the bangs. <laughs> and that was right before my very first show ever. Uh in my my band in high school, I got that cut, and that same week I got my wisdom teeth out. So I had this oh. swollen mouth with hair that was surrounding the swell. <laughs> well, luck, luckily you <laughs> it was pretty you, awful. Uh, you actually weren't the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, we'll come back to that. But uh, I had growing up, I had a really weird uh, relationship with hair and how it should be and stuff like that. So. Um, when I was younger, all the kids in my karate, including my instructors, had the rat tail. Oh, so I had a rat tail. tail for a long time. Yeah, um, I kept it pretty short, and then you know I just you know you go whenever you go. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather, he was 
military. He was Navy. Yeah. And he'd always come, you know, I'd go see him and he'd go, when are you going to get a haircut? Yeah, my grandfather was the same. Same thing. Same thing. And he always had a crew cut and everything like that. Um, so I was always beaten up a little bit because I had my hair not completely short. Right. Fast forward a few years and, and finally, like, and this is kind of sad but or weird or I don't know. But when my grandfather was about to pass away, I started just shaving my head because I was like, screw it. I, I'm waking up for work really insanely right, right. early and I don't feel like doing maintenance or upkeep and I'm just yeah. zzz, off it comes. Shampoo so, is a wash rag. Yeah. Right. So, so I do that. Then, you know, I, I end up getting with Jen and stuff like that and everybody goes, oh, you, you, your family and you, you get such a good head of hair. Why don't you keep it around? It's like, because I don't feel like doing work. <laughs> If I don't have to do extra work, I'm not going to. Right. So finally, she actually said to me, she said, you should grow your hair out. And I said, no problem. And she said, "That was, there was no hesitation. And it, you, you remember yeah. me from then. And uh, I grew it out. Like, I grew it out. And it, it yeah, came I out remember. to here. I remember. And I have pretty wavy hair and thick hair. So... It's a poof. Yeah. That that just the tip look. It gets is, big. Yeah. Every day. Every day of my life. And Jen hated it. <laughs> and she said, I didn't Immediately say regret. I didn't say that. And I said, Yes, you said you need to grow your hair out. So I did. That's exactly what I did. I did yeah. what you told me. Um, then I went back to, you know, going short and stuff. But uh I eventually I want to grow my hair back out, but no barber wants me to. I don't know why. <laughs> See, now I uh, I get a haircut like once a year, probably. Maybe twice, okay. depending on when I see my parents. Because that's right. when I'll, I'll go home and my mom will be like, get, sit down. <laughs> and, I, and I get a haircut. And I, literally before I go home, I go online and I start looking up fashionable haircuts at whatever length I'm willing to go to. <laughs> and like I download pictures and like I'll have them on my iPad and I'll go home and I'm like, okay, mom, here's our choices. Here's what we're going with. We're going with one of these. That's great. And uh, and and actually now like she's she likes doing it now because yeah. she's, I mean she's she's made my hair blue, you know, in in a mm -hmm. better way than me doing it. You know, like she's she's taught me how to like not have it be orange if I bleach it before I color it some other way. So I worked in the salon for a little while. Yeah. So between those haircuts. I cut my own hair. Right. Right. Um, and so last Christmas was my last haircut. And when I got that haircut, I was like, I'm, I don't think I want to grow it. I think I want to do more of like a, more of like a classic, like kind of 50s, 60s kind of greasery yeah. kind of do a little bit longer on top, like a little, just somewhat stylish. I, I like to have some kind of stylish thing going on. And then, um, like when COVID hit and everything, it was like no haircuts, and uh, and it, it, the top kept growing and kept growing. And there's no way that I'm able to cut the hair like with scissors to make it work. No, no, and, no. And do no. that and get to the back and everything. So it was like, okay, I I guess we're doing uh, mohawks again. Buzzer <laughs> to the sides. And my hair is so thick and big that um, I can have the sides shaved. 
And when it grows, it looks like a full head of hair. Right, right, right. So like, like those of you watching right now, if I take this off and I just do this, I have a full head of hair. Right, yeah. Right? But I legit have no – I have this weird – Grown yeah, out, see, mullety side. I could do that. It's happening right I now. I could do that too, but and no barber saying, wants me to do that. What I'm saying with you is, it's you, a barber won't do it. You just gotta, you just commit. gotta commit. Commit. You gotta commit to this. <laughs> maybe, maybe to this. Maybe. Okay. Kind of. We'll we'll talk about it a little later. This this peen. Maybe. <laughs> we could do a. Either a Patreon or something of you, right? Cutting my hair. Uh, I actually am pretty good at it. Okay. For other people's, I cut Annie's. You heard it first. I, I cut and color Annie Stoic's hair from Jackknife Stiletto. Perfect. Um, I had a number of uh, when I first moved to the city. I had a number of girls that I was friends with at the Fashion Institute that mm. um, that would have me cut their hair. Okay. Because they wanted like funky cuts that that they'd go to barbers and barbers would make them even. And I would just cut it and be like, what don't you like the look of? <laughs> How do you want you, you want that pointy? Let's make it pointy. You know, yeah. I would take razors and cut people's hair and stuff like that. So Don't take razors in my head. Uh, razor cuts are nice, man. Okay. Good. We'll see. good. We'll see. All if right. They, you heard it here first. for it, you just got to sit and take it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you said before that you had teeth extracted uh, yes. before a show. Yes. Um, All four. Oh yes. All well, see, once. that's that's a thing, uh, from what I hear, because knock on wood, I haven't had mine taken out because nice. I've had others yanked. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I had I had a tooth pulled, um, and it was shoot. It's got it had to have been two or three days before a show. And the day of rehearsal, I had to get it pulled. Right. They put me on all sorts of, you know, painkillers and stuff. I got to the, sh- I got to rehearsal, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm not singing tonight. And they were, they, they were like, you shouldn't be here tonight at all. And I said, no, no, we're gonna go through the songs, and I don't remember the rest. Right. <clears throat> but you definitely sang. I sang at the show. Okay, I was gonna say had, no, because I've done that before. Where I've been like, I'm not singing tonight, and then I like the songs aren't getting played well because right. there's no cues. Because there's no like, cues, and then I go sing. No, no, no. I I do that when I'm sick. Okay, I do that uh, yeah, when I'm I sick. I do that too. Uh, but I didn't do that this time because I was l- so loopy and so just far right. gone. And I played that show like three or four days after having my tooth pulled. Mm. And I was high as a kite on Vicodins. Yeah. Um, we debuted a song for my wife that was my girlfriend at the time. Right. And I don't think I remembered any of the lyrics. Wow. <laughs> but That's I don't awesome. I don't remember lyrics on the regular anyway. Well, yeah, so I was gonna right. say it doesn't really matter. But but yeah, that was that tooth pulling thing was not good. Not yeah. good before a show. I was uh, I was finally joining my first real band. Yeah, um, and it was my band in high school, a band called Sabaretto. Yes, and uh, we put out a, a record called Swing. Mm-hmm. We put out a CD. It felt awesome. <laughs> yeah, we were on the local radio station. Um, 
but it was our very first they were already a band and i had like wormed my way into that band sure by calling up the guitar player from the band and being like hey man you want to go like jam in the park and he was like who i i sort of know you right <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, but I like jamming, so yeah, sure. And then we went, we sat down at the park, and he was like, what do you want to play? And I go, I don't know. I know every single one of your guys' songs, because I had learned them all. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, you guys need a rhythm guitar player. You guys need me. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, on the other side, I was hanging out with the singer a lot. Uh, it was my buddy, yeah. uh, my buddy Brian. And I was playing the songs and singing some harmonies and stuff. And he was like, oh, you can sing good harmonies. I'm like, yeah, man. You you know what you're missing in your band? Rhythm guitar and harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I totally like totally schemed my way into that band. And um it was the very first show that was including me. Right. And so to introduce me, they were gonna have me start the show. I don't know why, but I was like Start what? Center stage starting a song like doing the intro to a song i don't remember what song it was it was probably a cover because we were doing a mix of uh covers and originals because we were playing like high school dances and stuff sure sure and uh and i was starting like with an acoustic (laughs) i i honestly i don't even remember how this came about Uh, i wish i did i uh, i'll have to like i'll talk to brian and see if he remembers and and i'll try and get the story because all I remember, because the only thing I could think about was that, like, w- why am I starting on stage by myself, <laughs> and my face is swollen, and my head looks like a dick? <laughs> oh, that's awful. Here I am, world. <laughs> yeah, that'll that was happen. My, that was my first time on stage with the bed. And I learned quickly, like, okay, I guess I'm just never going to take myself seriously on stage <laughs> because... Because this is uh, this is this is how it all starts. Yeah, I actually my very first show was a battle of the bands at my high school, and we have a mutual friend who was actually in that band. Who's that? Uh, Eric Maestri. Oh, nice. Eric Rock. Eric Rock. Uh, so he was guy. the singer of my very, very first band in high school. Such a good singer, man. And then all of a sudden... Was he as good of a singer back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every... like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like every single time since I've known him, since the day I knew him, he is an amazing singer. And I'm like, did you ever suck? Because I know that I sucked. (laughs) He wasn't just starting, though, because he was was a bit older than we were. So I think he, he had to have been 18, 19... And and I was a few years behind him. Right. Uh, I was probably sixteen. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, you know, we we went to high school together, but he was gone already. And two weeks before the show, he just disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't. He does inexplicable. That. Yeah, he does that. And uh, so we wound up finding this other guy and. He came in for one rehearsal and he was good and we wound up, you know, going to the Battle of the Bands and, and my, my buddy and I No, it wasn't my first one. My second my second Battle of the Bands, I did a Mohawk. Nice. Yeah, for my senior year. Um and then that singer, we were supposed to do the school talent show because I was a, se- a senior. Mm-hmm. That guy 
ended up disappearing off the face of the earth too just before that right and we pulled a rabbit out of a hat and decided to play my own summer by deftones with another friend of ours who could scream like a motherfucker okay (laughs) and we went from this band that would you know oh this is great you know they're playing foo fighters and chili peppers and nirvana to uh here's here's some deftones Right, and right. at that we're talking 2002. So yeah, at so that point, Deftones are when you, just like when, when you, you hear <laughs> when you hear screaming, it's uh-huh. jarring to to people back in 2002. Right, they're, it's they're, not every band. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, nowadays it's now I it's say, it's now, odd to not hear it. Right, like we stand out because we don't. Right, right. Uh, one day, one day we'll get you. <laughs> right, right, we'll get you. That's what I had before. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or yeah, you just get me. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, what, that's why I have you. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, we came out and people were, yeah, that's awesome. I forget what song. We were, we were going to play some cover. I don't know. We were either doing, uh, who, who knows. But yeah, we did uh, My Own Summer and the first chorus hit and everybody was like, what is this? <laughs> it's <laughs> not supposed to happen. Uh, and, right. and, and also Lane Staley passed away like that week or oh, that weekend yeah, okay so we went out and we got lean uh, ls shirts and mm-hmm. we put ls on our amps and everything and we thought we were the fucking coolest yeah, but man. uh paying homage paying homage to to the late great yeah. drink to that absolutely one of my absolute favorites mm-hmm. actually you can hear this guy on a lane staley uh track yeah yeah, I was lucky enough to uh, to to s- take a peek at your to do list board yeah. over there, and I happened to see happened to see a uh, Alice in Chains song on, and I was like, "Oh, you doing a little thing?" Yeah, we did a thing, doing a little thing. So now you How can do actually I get in on that. that. I, I I did to you what I did to Sabaretto. I worked yeah. my way into being on it. Yeah, it's your thing. It's it's, it's kind okay. of my thing. It's and it sounds great. So thank you, thank you for doing it. Oh, thank you for letting me. So you can hear it on Spotify right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How do they find it? Uh, something heavy. Something heavy. No special spelling or anything. No. Just follow it. Just keep it simple. That's right. And you can hear James sing a little bit of Lane Staley. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And you can stay for the other stuff too, but you can hear him sing Lane Staley. It's pretty good. I Man, I love Alice in Chains. I love that band. Every Sunday when I used to work at the Italian food distributor, uh, I would clean up the kitchen because we'd make ravioli stuffed shells, monogot. Right. Um, we'd sell Italian ices out the window, that kind of stuff. It was it was a cool job. <clears throat> it was a unique job, you know, for for uh, high school senior or whatever. And uh, and I would also grade cheese. I'd get nice. these big hunks of cheese and I'd have to cut them up and I'd have to put them in this cheese grater and the mouth of it was about yay big about a softball so, size so when you have a ma- a 40 pound block of cheese yeah you got to cut up a lot you of, have to uh, cut it a, lot, up of a lot but every sunday before I would start any of that uh Allison Chains unplugged I would always listen to that. It was nice. my Sunday morning wake up. I'd have my coffee. I, I still do it every once in a while. 
because that it's a is unplugged. it's yeah. a great unplug. We've, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, 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 I think that's definitely my favorite, and I definitely yeah, it's so, it's so good. Yeah, that one and the Nirvana one really stand up there to me. And there's certain performances. The other, all the other ones have great performances in them. Oasis, excellent, great, excellent, yes. Yeah. Uh, and the Pearl Jam one, some really Pearl good great. performances in there. Um, man, Eddie Vedder's another singer. <laughs> Damn. Uh, when they did Porch, mm-hmm. Porch and uh, State of Love and Trust. When they played alive, the drumming on it. There was, there's no business for that type of drumming to be on an acoustic version <laughs> of a song. Right. But if you listen back to it, you're like, oh, man, that dude is awesome. That yeah, was, I yeah. think that was Matt Aberzese. So that wasn't their first drummer. Oh, I don't know. It was the drummer after. And I it's not their current drummer, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much of the Pearl Jam uh, personnel stuff. It's just the um, drummer that okay, changes yeah. over. I'd have to confer with Frank. Yeah. Frank uh for a little Frankie while Jr., um, he's a huge Pearl Jam fan. For a little while Jack Irons, who was the original drummer of the Chili Peppers, he mm-hmm. was the drummer for them. Yeah. Nice. Uh little known fact. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I used to know all that stuff a lot. You still well, clearly you still do. I still kinda do. Yeah. Sort of. You remember facts. Useless ones, yes. Those are the, those are my favorite kinds. <laughs> those are the most important <laughs> kind. So, um, so we talked about like you having singers disappear. Is that what made you decide to be a singer? Like, what was it that brought? What was your like come to Jesus moment where uh, where you decided to like I'm just going to do this? So, so funny enough, um, when when we all graduated high school, we hadn't spoken and. Uh, the singer and I, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, he 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 was like, "Hey, listen, we need a guitar player." And I said, "Yeah, but you flaked, so right. I don't know if I want to be your guitar player." Mm-hmm. And um, we ended up playing again, and we were a band. He was not from our high school; he was from a different high school. He was he was a little younger than I was, as were the other two guys that it, that were in that band. And, um, so yeah, we ended up getting together and playing and doing pretty well and getting a decent following. And in that, within that, we wound up meeting with a bunch of other people and we kind of intermingled. It's, it's kind of like this really cool web that is the music scene right, right. Um, around me. So through that, I met AJ, who is my current drummer now who was the drummer of FFR. And before that, we were in a couple other bands. We mm-hmm. were in, you know, whatever. And um, so this was the first band that I had met him in. It was a band called Product of the 80s, who actually had Lauren from the Mercurial, if you guys remember them. She was their bass player. Okay. So it was Lauren, AJ, uh, a guy named Greg, a dude named Mike, and AJ was singing. And back at that time, the downtown was still open. And so for, had, for those of you that um, that aren't uh, that are listening, and you're local. not not from Long Island or around uh, around the island. Uh, everybody's 
kind of feels like they they have their local scene. If you're in, in and around your own music scene, you have right. those. You know, you have that one bar that happens to be the bar that that a lot of the up and coming bands play. You have a few of those bands that it's, are like kind of making a name for themselves. It's the ones on the way up and the ones on the way right, down. Right, right. So like, you know, him, him talking about like uh, the Mercurial was one of those bands that. Um, while I was forming a band, was a band that I was hearing about. Right. Right. And uh, the downtown was a place that when I was forming a band, when I had come to Long Island, was like, okay, when you go to Long Island, you got to play there. Yeah. And yeah. do the Battle of the Bands and the, and the, what was it, the open mic, open mic thing night. on Wednesdays or something Which like that. Which is how I met Phil. Right. From Crash Transit. Right. Then uh, um, his band at the time was uh, Status, Status Joe. Joe. Yeah. Which yeah. was another one that I was hearing because I had just moved to the island at that yeah. time. Well, not even the island. I just was kind of in, in the city, but I was coming out to the island and forming my bands too. So, so for all of you, like in in your own towns, think of your own like local scene, like those bands that you kind of hear the name a bunch of times, or the area that you're in, or the bar that is kind of doing that. That's kind of what we're talking about right now. So they they used to run a show called Homegrown, and. Um, what that is is for your local radio station. Um, this one is called WACDC mm-hmm. or WLED because all they play is ACDC <laughs> or Led Zeppelin. Right. Still, it's it's 2021. Come on. Well, sometimes they do new music like Linkin Park. No, no, they don't. <laughs> they certainly don't. That's what everything I've heard in, in, on the radio out here when they talk about new music, it's always Linkin yeah, Park. Linkin Park. Something of uh, hybrid theory too. Sure, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So they they had this this live show and they do the showcase and they record all the bands and every Sunday night at I think it was like ten o'clock they used to have this show and the the local radio s- station host who I'm not going to name because he's a huge douchebag <laughs> uh, ran this thing and uh, all of our bands had played it. Product DAs hadn't, and AJ was a singer, and and we were. I remember it vividly. Um, we were watching Metallica Icon. Remember that yes, MTV show? I yeah, do. I, I we used were to watching love Icon. Yeah, so we we went to AJ's house to watch it live, and he turned to me and he goes, "Hey, uh, can you sing for that show?" And I said, "Uh." But uh, why? I'm not a singer. And he goes, oh, well, you know, you do some really good backups for your band and stuff. And, you know, just I'm, I i don't feel really confident in it right now. I'm not feeling really well. well. Would you mind singing it? It would make me feel a lot better doing it. I said, OK, sure. Okay. No problem. So I wound up playing this show. And it was a one-time thing. At the same time, a couple of other local bands were asking for help. Oh, I need a fill-in guitar player. I need a fill-in bass player. I need this. I need that. So, I was just I was just doing it because right. th- at that point that band had picked up t- tons of steam. We had a bunch of stuff going on, and then all of a sudden, right. it just crapped out. And I said, okay, well, if we're not gonna do practices and write new material and go record a record or try to create shows to create revenue to create, you know, I, I just forget it. Like I'm, it's fine. When you guys are ready, you tell me and I'm just going to do other stuff. Right. So I was filling in for a bunch of people, but then all of a sudden I had sang 
for AJ's band, and that all of a sudden caused this uproar. And they were they were like, oh, well, you know, what's wrong with him? What did he do that for? This and that. It was just stupid, stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, typical stupid. And, yeah, and um, band and at drama. that point, I, I I just said to him, I said, well, what's your plan? What do, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you, what are you ready for? And mm-hmm. oh well, I I don't know. Long story short, we go to get together and do another open mic, singer no shows, and I said, screw it, I'm just gonna sing. So I wound up singing our stuff. I wound up quitting the band, and then I went to AJ and I was like, hey man, uh. You seem to have a spot for me because it's still open. And he opened up, hope, uh, opened. He uh, welcomed me with open arms. And ever since, they That's haven't awesome. gotten me to shut so up. He was, so he was the singer of that band. He was playing drums and, and singing, singing at the okay. same time. His in-sync headset. Thing of thing of legend around yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. His Britney yeah. mic. Yeah. His Britney mic, yeah. Um, I got to say, that's that's that alone is a pretty big deal. Just to have a singer of a band have someone else come in, ask someone else to sing the set and then be like, you want to just sing for the band? Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty, it was awesome. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then, and then to make it worse and <laughs> not worse, but I, I don't know. It was weird. So anyway, they were kind of on the outs with one of their guitar players and they came, it was before, something we were going out somewhere it was band outing or whatever and they came to me and, and they were like yeah so um i think we're gonna get rid of this person because you could play guitar too <laughs> so you came in and took and two I, said, I said hold on what <laughs> yeah 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 so so we're gonna have a band meeting and we're gonna and, and and at that point i had only played that show and then like two or three weeks later i'd played another show right because we just had back-to-back dates that were together and you know it was just the way that it panned out um we were the my old band was booked for this other show they decided to back out that's why i decided to quit and then i wound up whatever so i get back we we play this one show we get back and and they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a band meeting and we're gonna kick mike out and i said I shouldn't be. Uh, should I be there? Like, <laughs> do I need this to be sounds, involved? In this, this sounds like a bad, like, bad for me. Right. Yeah. This seems really. I've been here for a couple of weeks. Right. One week permanently. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's 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 what happened, man. Wow. And uh, yeah, I ended up took taking this other fucking guy's spot too, <laughs> and it sucks. But but. The moral of the story is uh, he and AJ are still close, so that's yeah. good. He's a good dude. Nice. That's interesting. It was a long, drawn-out. No, but it's interesting. But, it's yeah. I always – I always um, anybody I meet that is a singer but also plays another instrument and started on another instrument first, I'm always interested in what – like at what point did that door open or did that switch happen because – it was kind of the same thing for me. Like I never had any aspirations to be a singer, right? Ever. Yeah. I just wanted to be a guitar player. I didn't even want to be a lead guitar player. I just yeah. wanted to be. I just wanted to like write songs and be in a band. Yeah. That's it. I never wanted to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. Well, I feel. I feel like a lot of things that happen, especially now, and 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 we've spoken about this together at length, and 
you know, amongst mm-hmm. other people. Y- you become things out of necessity. Yeah, it because really does. Because if you want really to do music like hard, like bad enough, you just you fill the role, you make it happen. Yeah, and you know that it's it's just well, kind of what happens. You know, you can count on you. Right. And like you said, you had singers that disappeared. I had yeah. singers that disappeared, too. I had the right. same kind of thing. It's a disease. Where it's like, they, yeah. Where they just kind of ghost. They, they just decide it's over. Um, and it's and it's tough when you're in situations where bands are almost built around that person. Right. That as soon as, like, I, I never liked being in a situation where it could be taken away from me at any moment. Yeah. With, having nothing to do with, with my input. Right. Or how much I'm trying or what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so you just find yourself taking on more and more roles because it's kind of like, well, I know I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, look at look at something heavy. Like yeah. We had, we had bass player. And yeah, you're playing bass now. <laughs> and now I'm playing bass. Right. I don't want to play bass. I, right. I have to play bass. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, right. it's not a thing. It's so. it's funny because me joining um, and playing with Crash Transit was completely just a. I can go be a rhythm guitar player in a band and help them write songs, which is what you wanted to do in the first which place. Is all I ever wanted to do in the first place, and it's <laughs> like and it's super fun because it's just like cool, and I don't have and and because I have other stuff, it's like. If we don't get together one week and stuff, I'm like, oh, well, we didn't get together one week. <laughs> right. That's up to Phil. That's cool. <laughs> he's a singer. He can, he's, he's he can a, do whatever he wants. He's the head honcho. He's the head honcho. So it, it's uh, it's like come full circle to where it's like <laughs> I went and joined something where I didn't have to be the guy. And it's nice. It's nice not having to be the guy. Yeah. I don't know what that's like anymore. I tried that. I don't know what it's like I, anywhere else. but <laughs> I, I tried that before and and... And I wasn't the I was the I still was kind of a guy. Yeah, I've never not been a guy. I, because in LTOB, I was kind of the okay. Well, if you're okay with me being the behind the scenes, like I'll take care of all the production stuff, right? And that was okay, you know. And and uh, the thing with LTOB was it was never serious or could go somewhere we were just five guys we're getting together writing songs, just writing songs fun. having fun playing yeah. shows that kind of stuff so that was nice for a long time until yeah. it, till it, till it wasn't obviously right. um but yeah yeah i don't know what that's like really just to just to kind of be a part of a project but just show up play your instrument and leave well it's it, i tell you it's i don't think i don't know that you would be able to do it because I don't know that I'm able to do it. Right. You know, right. even even with Crash Transit, it's like I still find myself like, mm, I have an opinion here. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like, or just kind of like, or not even me saying I have an opinion, but someone looking to me and saying, okay, how would you do this? Or what do you think? And then me explaining what I would do. And then us going that way with it. And then going, well, since it's your idea, <laughs> can well, you kind of do some of it or and I'm like yeah absolutely what I, I kind of think is as far as that goes um you're it would be different if you let let's just say you got a job 
playing for the Blackhearts, okay? Playing right. rhythm guitar for the Blackhearts. Right. Somehow. It's not bigger than you. Right. No, no disrespect to Crash Transit. Mm -hmm. You know, they're great and enough notoriety in there, you know, whatever. But it's not necessarily bigger than what else you've put out there. Okay. And should, you know, should one be able to separate it? Sure. Is it human nature not to? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where... Crash Transit is here, but Craving Strange is already like everybody knows Craving Strange, and they're in the same pocket of the world that Crash Transit right, is. Right? Yeah, in. yeah. So, so when people, people see, it, are, they see me and they go, oh, "It's him from that." And, right. There's too, too. It's too easy to connect that. Yeah. If you were, if I wore a mask, if I if, was a luchador, if you were a luchador <laughs> in Crash Transit, right? Which I almost was. That would have been great. That was a that was a consideration I made. Oh. <laughs> Phil didn't want me to do it. Oh. I mean, he did want me to do it, but he but was he, like, he, he was didn't, like, didn't. You can't do it all the time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that defeats the purpose. Well, of that. Yeah, then then you're not so, a real lucha. But I, but I, I might be a lucha once or twice with Crash Transit. I mean, okay. I did, I did wear. I was Scottish once, so, <laughs> and I was Dorothy another time. So you never know yeah. what's going to happen with Crash. Which is just like Scottish because you're still wearing a kilt. Still wearing a dress, yeah, kilt, dress, whatever. <sighs> Man, most comfortable I've I ever know. been on stage. I know. <laughs> When when FFR was cheerleaders that one year mm -hmm. uh, at the at a Halloween show, yes, that was freeing. It's amazing, right? I I also had my long hair at that point. I had them in pigtails. You, I remember the pigtails. Yeah, yeah. of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Dresses yeah, I can, are. I can I can see that. Like that's true. Like, You're still did, playing in the same sandbox. If I if I if, if it was I on a larger something scale. on a larger scale, and I was like, once I step out of you know the little bubble that we're in, right? I'm anonymous, and and if I joined something there, it wouldn't matter, right? I, and, I do and, get that, yeah. And and you're also you're the kind of guy that is also a student of the game too. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to sit there and question everything that's done because obviously they've achieved right more so you're going to sit back and go okay well what can i take in from yeah that? yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna as, sponge, as opposed sponge to learn and steal exactly exactly so that's that's i think that's why you're you know yeah, more no, apt to give your opinion again sense. no disrespect to crash transit because they're not at all great. yeah i love phil me too. I Feels every single I love playing with every single guy in that band just because every single guy in that band is so good and plays nothing like anybody that I've ever played with in any of my other bands. Yeah. So it's yeah. such a radical difference to learn how to like how, where to as a as a musician like okay, cool. How do I fit in between this drummer and this bass player? Right. Where's my place in here with, with their styles? Sure. And and it's another situation where they were already a band and they already had a record and they already played. Yeah, yeah. So it's like going, okay, so these songs are already written. How do I write stuff to it now? You need to weave yourself in. Yeah. How do I not stand out? How do I add to? But how do I still kind of make a place for myself that's necessary? Sure. You know, because those are, those are the big, that's the balancing act if you're, me, 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 Especially me, me. a rhythm guitar player. Like if you're in a band that if you're joining a band and you're you're a rhythm guitar player or you're playing something that's more rhythm rhythm based, 
your job is not to stand out. Your job is not to draw attention. Your job Mm -hmm. is to be like, be part of the spine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you, you, you got to fit in Mm -hmm. and, and make it so that you're there and you're necessary, but because you don't want to be like, it doesn't matter that you, whether you're there or not. Yeah. Um, so you want to add two, but not in a way that ever stands out. Yeah. So it's makes it's a weird little sense. balancing act. It's fun to do. It's it's got to it. be fun. I love it. I, I like. I've loved that even like even even in our writing and stuff is trying to find places to to put things and do things where it's like okay, what can I do? Like I I never there's never a uh, even with like Rise I I recorded my first guitar solo mm-hmm. right on a record. And um, the whole mindset behind it was like, okay, I'm doing this, but I don't want it to be so obvious that it's me. I want it to sound like sure. it could have just been f- the way Frank started the solo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not about being like, hey, everyone, look what I did. Yeah. It's it's about like, that could go by and you could never notice that it was By the way, else. Catch Rise, on all yeah. digital music streaming platforms right now. It's doing pretty well. And do people are liking it? Do make sure you get the cool shirts and stuff. Yeah, the wings and whatnot. Yeah, the shirts and the hoodie and all that cool stuff. I'm on that track. Yeah. Nobody knows that. I think they do. A lot of people do. Nobody knows that. <laughs> you're you're actually uh, for me. You're one of the highlights of the track. That's you know what it's it sounds it sounds condescending, but it's not. But no, no, it sounds condescending to right. you, not okay. me. Okay, it's it's one of those things like. Oh, the best part is when it's over. Right. Yeah. When the song is over. But it is. <laughs> but sort of. But it is. I can't believe that it made it. Uh, there was no way it wasn't made. It. <laughs> so again, for those of you, for those of you that uh, haven't heard Rise, um, check it out and uh, stay till the very end. The stinger. Yeah, still, still the very end. Uh, check it out. Uh, Spotify, CraveChange.net. Um, for those of you that have heard it. Um, anytime you hear a scream in a Craving Strange song, it might be Tommy. It might be Tommy, but chances are, if it's after the second record, it's probably Mike. Might be Mike. Yeah. So uh, when we when we were recording Rise, we needed something aggressive happening um, behind it. You know, again, a, a part that wasn't going to be like, oh, here's the screamer part, but a part that's going to be heard and felt and like bring that part of the song to another anxiety level another thing and uh and so when it came to the end of the song um i hold the note at the end of the song for a little while and uh everybody had an opinion over what they wanted you to do and they were like okay we're gonna have you start it and then he's gonna come in like halfway through and i was like "Uh uh-uh nope he's doing the whole thing with me this is this is also (laughs) this is what jim and i do right when we when we record and write and stuff and and you guys will learn it throughout the coming months because yeah. anything you hear, you'll hear it too. And now that we're saying it, you'll pay yeah. attention. Uh, we've written it, it. We've only put out two songs. Right. One song we wrote and released within a month. Yeah. Because we had to. Right. Right. Yeah. But we didn't have to. But we we did have to. Yeah. At that point. But we uh, had a time limit. It was for something. It was for, yeah. Uh, the other ones. We have what? It's got to be all of fifteen to Maybe twenty 15 songs. To twenty, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, and every one of those songs, again, like he said, you know, working together, uh, we push each other, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. 
Um, and he pushes me vocally because he is a far better vocal vocalist than I am. I wouldn't say that. And, but I do push you vocally. And yeah, so it's you're like... Because like, okay, okay. you're a far better vocalist than you think you are. And, and, <laughs> and he, and he kind of goes, he's the one who pushes me. He's the one that pushes me. And then when I'm able to be my producer, me... I just tell him to continuously. Oh yeah, yeah. Do 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 that part again. Do that again. Can you do that cleaner? Can you do that faster? Right. Can you play that repeatedly? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially with your vocals. Yes. Can yes. you do that a little bit higher? Mm, a little higher. Keep going higher. Yeah. Can you go full voice that that pitch? That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every word. Uh, pff, sorry. Every word what? you say. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that was the original name of the song. But but hanging, no, it was hanging on every hanging word. on every word was the every word you say is the actual yeah We have working titles and you yeah, don't remember it's them. So funny, whatever and... they come out as, they came out as because we decided as we were typing it into the copyrights. We were like, mm, it was like, mm, yeah, we'll go with that. This is not. <laughs> Is this all caps now? Uh, is this all? But that that song, that song, we we wrote in one key. Yeah, and he sang it like a champ. Yeah, and then and then I <laughs> I was, I was like, like oh, let's lower the key. And I'm hey, like, thank you. Hey, <laughs> this looks like the tippy tippy top. Yeah, for a good part of the song. Yeah, we should probably bring it down. It sounded a like bit. it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. So yeah, yeah we we brought it down. If if you actually hear. It's one of the only times that I've ever heard you become nasally. <laughs> right. Because you were. You were I, I, that's yeah. the only place I could put it, yeah. It was yeah. either that or, or, or like, ah, falsetto. Falsetto, yeah. And then and then we re-recorded again. Yeah. But way too low. <laughs> way too low, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then it was just, then it's hard to stay on pitch. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, where am I? Well, because yeah, especially with the with the verses, you're mm-hmm. you're pretty low with the and low and fast because the lyrics are pretty fast. So yeah. staying low and going it's fast like Jimmy rapping is weird. I don't know about that. I mean, there's a little flow there. I got a little bit. There's a flow. I got a little bit rolling with the homies. <laughs> but back to back to the end of Rise and why it's so great. Oh, yeah. Um, so I wanted him to do the scream uh, at. At the same length, I wanted him to to double me the whole time that I was holding the note. That was um, okay, so so. Again, I'm sorry to yeah. interject, but that was the only note I really got. They mm-hmm. were like, "Go ahead, yeah, everything else, just do, do what you want. Do what you want." the 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 last note has to be followed the whole way through. Yeah, and I said, "I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> to Jim, to yes. Jim, yeah, uh, in my head because. It was Dave Caggiano who asked. He said, yes. the only note we have is to do this. Yeah. So, so when we uh, when we got when we got it back, I hadn't heard it, and Dave was like, "Oh, I got Mike's stuff. It's awesome. I can't wait for you to hear it." And so I went to his place to to check it out, and um, he puts it on because again we were it was during COVID, so we couldn't be in the same room doing it. Uh, which is how we've done it before. Like we mm-hmm. both went to Dave's and we sang harmonies and I would, you know, I had a chance then to be like, oh, try this or try that. Or I didn't have any of that. So it was just, you know, like he's going to do his thing and it's going to be great. And uh, and that was probably the first time I've ever done that with anybody's vocals on a record that I'm on. Mm. 
I wasn't there. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, it's going to be great. Not worried about it. It's got to be. It's got to be. Hopefully. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, and so uh, I went and I listened to it. I'm listening to everything. And, and um, I mean, it sounded like I knew it was going to sound. It sounded great. The end comes and he's nailing it. I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want. And right at the end of it, you just hear, woo! <laughs> and as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's staying on the record. And Dave was like, what? <laughs> Why is that staying on the record? And I said, because that is such a genuine expression of joy for the fact that he just did that. Like, he sang that. I don't know how many takes it took. This might have been the first one. But whatever it was, he did it. And, he, and, and that was him at the end being so genuine about like, yes, <laughs> I did it. I did, and it was so, <laughs> exactly like, and it, and I heard it, and I was like, "That is staying in this song." I don't. This is not even going to be a vote. Like, this is staying in the song. It was so funny it too. We did vote he, on it. I did bring it in, and we listened to it both ways. And and like, I I used like subliminal techniques on everybody when we were listening to it, and it wasn't in. Like, I'm just frowning and looking at everybody. I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> nonverbal cues of like, mm, deep, deep, eh. <laughs> But it was literally, funny too. everybody was like, "That's got to stay." Because because he goes, he goes, "Hey, I got the first mix of Rise," and and for for anybody who who hasn't made a record or hasn't recorded yeah. a song, you listen to things over and over yes. and over again, and you could get first of many. <laughs> you could get shoot all of twenty mixes of yeah. the same song over and over. And it's just a matter of listening and listening and listening and listening, and it's it sucks. And when someone brings you the first mix, what they're bringing you is the first of possible final mixes, right? <laughs> Which means it's we've gone through we've gone through a lot, a lot of them. This is the one that like I'm gonna let you hear so that you're not distracted by all the stuff we're definitely taking out or making lower. Yeah. Right. right. So this right, is the right, closest. Right. This is the beginnings. The beginning of what of it's the going end. to sound like on the record. But the beginning of the end could is subjective. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so he lets me hear it, and he said the woo at the end it may or may not stay. I said okay, that's cool. Right. And then and then he eventually said that the the woo stayed. I said I didn't ask you for it, but <laughs> I'll take it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's thank you. Yeah. Again. Cheers to that, friend. Absolutely. I got a poor mark. So what we do have to talk about are these things here. Yeah, we got to do one. So you're going to ask me a question today? Yeah. So first off, I want to thank Poddex. Yeah. Because Poddex is our very first official yes. sponsor. Which is sweet because Poddex is actually awesome. Yeah. Um, what it is is uh, they make these cards. Well, we played we played with it last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, they make cards. They also have an app. Um, they also have some cool merch that you can check yeah. out too. Yeah. But uh, it's conversation starters. It's questions. It's topics. It's things like that. So anybody that's doing a podcast, uh, if you have you know a hard time coming up with topics or interview questions or things like or you just don't want to ask someone the same thing. If you don't want to use your asked, brain that much. Right? 
Um, if you're not like a talk like a blue streak like we do, <laughs> if you don't like never shut up like us. Um, but also for people that are like us and it have a hard gives time you a focusing, it's a great way to like grab focus. So what we're going to do is we're going to introduce a, uh, a new segment. Yes. And uh, every week uh, we're going to ask a question from Poddex. And also if we ever have anybody on as a guest, we're going to start doing a uh, segment with them where yeah. we're going to make them answer a question from Poddex right. as well. You can get yours right now. There's a link in the description. Mm-hmm. Um that you can check out and uh, poddex.com and use the promo code bacon. Yeah. They let us have the promo bacon. code bacon. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. That and you get awesome. 10% off. Yeah, 10% off. They're already not expensive, but 10% off. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, and I, I tell you what, like even outside the world of like podcasting and interviewing, it kind of reminds me of like when I go home for the holidays or, or go hang out with my family and stuff, we do a lot of like, um, uh, those card games where yeah. there's like questions that you have yeah. to like guess who Th- answered These are just like as that. good. It's just as good. So uh, I like just going through them is kind of fun just to answer with friends and stuff. So take them camping and stuff. So yeah, I mean, and, and the other thing too is so what we have so far is the episode deck and the interview deck, but there there's also, there's a number, there's the interview deck part two. Right. And the what the heck deck. Right. Which, which. We will I, be getting through all of them at some point. Yeah. Uh, that is currently on order. Right now. So, nice. um, yeah. So, the interview use, deck. Did you use the promo code BACON when you ordered it? Yes. Of nice. course I did. Nice. Before before it even <laughs> went up on the air. It's like, oh, let's get... Because, you know, what's cool is because it also supports the podcast. Absolutely. Yes. So, the more you support the podcast, the more cool stuff we can do. Yes. If you like the podcast, uh, I don't know if, if you guys know this, um, but we definitely don't get paid to do this. Um Nope. At all. So uh, if you do like to support us, we're going to be coming up with lots of different ways where you guys can support us, but in kind of a fun way, something where like we'll have some some cool merch that we put out that's uh, like limited time and stuff. So you'll get like a, um, a one-time only shirt or a mug or something like that, and it'll just kind of help us do this, you know, yeah. and, and if you do, if you want to do something cool with like the pod decks and you want to check it out. It doesn't. Uh, it, it actually costs you less, and it helps us to order it through the link. You know, and you're right. not having to do anything other than get a deal, which is pretty awesome. Getting a deal is pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Here we go. Th- so this is the first time I'm actually opening this deck, but I am still gonna. Nice. Remember from the last last episode. Well, he does that, I'm gonna I was pour myself that. a little, a little, you uh, should... little whis- whiskey. Whiskey. Um. So we're gonna do the interview section of. Bacon is my podcast. Here we go. Here we go. He's going to pour it. He's going to pour it. That's healthy. That's a healthy pour. It's a healthy pour, folks. So now, should should you pick the random question? I'm a healthy guy. Um, or should I just... No, I can't show you. This is a bad idea. That's Yeah, that's the wrong way to show. Yeah, that's the wrong... Way to show. So I'm gonna you want just, me to fan them out and then you pick it? No, I'm going to fan them and out. Then I'm and then pick you it, can pick it. And I'll it. answer whatever happens. Because it's your fault then. Then it's my fault. Then All it's right. your fault. I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go deep down into the bowels of this. No, what? no, no. That, 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 that. I asked the question. Oh, okay, sorry. What are you currently curious about? What am I current? Is that what it says? Currently curious about. Currently curious about. You almost couldn't say that. Curious. <laughs> 
Currently well, curious. currently curious is, is, is kind of weird. a that, tongue twister. That does not roll off the tongue. Uh, currently curious. Currently curious. Cur- current. Huh. Currently curious. That's, that's a interesting question. I mean, what am besides I the obvious, right? Yeah. What am I currently curious about? Um. Let's see. We only got a couple minutes here. I know this is this is a good question. <laughs> like this is a this is a weird question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Keep going. I mean, I'm curious about a lot of things. Why do we park in driveways and park and drive in parkways? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I said that to my kids the other day and they were like, why do they call them apartments when they're all jammed together? Ooh, that's a good one. Hot dogs. Why do they come in eights? And buns come in uh, sixes, right? Correct. Yeah. Nope. Wait, maybe it's the other way around. They might have stopped that. They might have stopped that for a little while because people because comedians that was like their opening thing, right? Why do they call them buildings when they're already done building them? Mm-hmm. They should call them builds. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, that's a good one. That's a great answer, Jim. I feel enlightened. <laughs> Thanks, Poddex. <laughs> so once again, Poddex.com use code the bacon. promo code Bacon. And with that, he is Jimmy. Yeah, he's from Mike. Craving Strange and Craving Strange is something heavy and something heavy and together, bacon. The Wonder Twins is we my do the bacon passion. Is my passion. I remember, what's your bacon? Find your bacon. Do it. Do it. Later, guys. Cheers. See you next week.